Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2, and I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. To the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is Matthew Bucky Haas. That's a good name. Yeah. Uh, today on the show, we're covering the Disney Plus uh, television series, um, the, the the black guy with the wings and the and, and the white guy with the arm. Yeah, you know that show, you yep. know, Captain America, but not really Captain America. It's the other guy. You know, the guy yeah. that was like a sidekick, mm-hmm. right? The, the, and, and you uh, got, the, the, the guy with the wings. That? Yeah, uh, the, the guy. The, the fellow with the wings. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and and then there's the guy with the arm, the white guy with the arm. He got arm. like a metal metal arm. That's really oh, strong. a metal arm. I just thought you know? he had an arm. I didn't know he had a metal arm. No, he's got, he's got two arms, but one is one is like a regular arm. The other, what, you thought the guy didn't have any arms? Let's go, what? Oh, I, I just thought he had arms. Oh, well, most most people do have arms. In fact, I mean that's just you know. Um, oh wait, the other fella has arms too. Well, yes, he does. I mean, he needs to fly, so you know. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got wings and all that stuff too. Um, no, the one, the one Bucky, lady, the one lady in the show, she has arms too. Pretty much all the people in the show have got arms. I mean, that's that's pretty much you know standard standard thing at this point. Um. And you know, Bucky, he's got that metal arms, make specials. Oh, strong. they're they're yeah. they're they're that vibranium. Vibranium, exactly. Vibranium, that special metal from Wakanda or whatever it's called. Uh, anyway, so anyways, <laughs> folks, uh, we are covering the second episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the um, current uh, Disney Plus uh, Marvel television series. Um, second episode entitled "The Star Spangled Man." It was uh, directed by uh, Kerry um, Skoglund and uh, written by uh, Michael Castellin. 
I can't say people's names. I'm sorry if I'm butchering <laughs> this people. I really am. Um, yes, and uh, this uh, originally aired on March 26th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, in this episode, we open up with uh, scenes that do not include the guy with the wings or the guy with the arms. <laughs> um, but the actor we do see has arms. Yeah. He's got two of them, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who's got a lot of arms? Who's that? Doc Ock. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> Back to the show. Um, <laughs> we, we, we open up with John Walker, the new Captain America, in his... Uh, in his high school um, locker room, uh, there's about to be a, a big uh, a big celebration for the announcement of the new Captain America. Um, Walker is uh, visited by his wife and basically trying to you know give him the encouragement he needs to go out there and stuff. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of humanizing the character a little bit. Uh, we also have his uh, his um, his buddy, his, his uh, army buddy, um, named uh, what's his name? Lamar uh, Lamar Hopkins or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Lamar Hoskins. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Who is uh? Who is like his army buddy, um, and he's also Battle Flag. No, Battle Battle Star. Battle Star. I'm sorry. Why did I say Battle Flag? Uh, but anyways, Battle that... Star. <laughs> battle Star. Um, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's played by uh Clay Bennett. Um, yeah, Battle Star. Um, he's the uh, kind of like the sidekick. In the comics, he becomes Bucky at some point <laughs> to uh, Walker's Captain America. Um, literally, they call him Bucky. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Because it was like Captain America and Bucky was like always his sidekick in the, oh, com- okay. in the comic books. Bucky was kind of the Robin to his Batman. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because like when Bucky was originally introduced, he wasn't like his, his old friend he was like a he was like a teenager sidekick sort of thing again in the comics kind of like robin is to batman if i remember my history correctly okay Um, comic book history yeah yes yeah hey you you mean that's not real history it it should be no okay just check i I, I wish it were (laughs) (laughs) yes i do wish there were super soldiers around the world (laughs) Well, good ones. <laughs> so, um, he appears on uh, Good Morning America, goes out into the field. Um, it, he He's being interviewed um, on Good Morning America in the show, which 
is interesting, very synergenic, synergenic from, uh, you know, using synergy here for uh, the fact mm-hmm. that Good Morning America is on ABC, which is owned by Disney, which also owns Marvel and owns Disney right. Plus and owns everything under the sun and owns my right arm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Can't do anything with my right arm without their permission. Exactly. You see, your arm. Mm-hmm. It's again. Um, it's made out of vibranium. That's why I had to get my uh, my my uh, my COVID shot in my left arm because I still own that one. Wait, wait, yeah, exactly. Wait. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my my arm is made of vibranium and has a bunch of uh, Mickey Mouse tattoos all over it. Um, the. Uh, <laughs> That's just something I did on my own. Um, anyway, so uh, the um, <laughs> what's what what else happens here in this episode? We got this interview on Good Morning America. Um, well, he's kind of like he. It's interesting, like you know, they are trying to humanize him because he's really nervous. You know, he doesn't really quite feel worthy, but maybe more so than Sam does, because Sam really doesn't feel worthy at all. But he might feel sort of worthy but he's still like he's not he's basically not like a completely arrogant person like he's at least it seems like i mean who knows but like it seems like that, that's at least the the view he's giving to the public yeah i mean you know he's talking to his wife like that he's talking to his friend like that so i mean if he is playing the con it's a really really long con but um you know he seems like he's taking it he's like taking it really seriously like he wants to you know, he wants to be the symbol of hope that, you know, Captain America has always had. Um, but there's just something a little off about him. Like, it's really hard. This episode's really good that way, where it's it's just, it's it's like the tiniest thing. Like, you can't really grasp it, but there's just like that. And it's not, it's not just because he's not Steve Rogers. It's just something about him that's just not quite, and he clicking as Captain America, um, and, and he invokes the names of uh, of Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Banner in his interview, where he's trying to humanize himself, and he says, "I don't have the money like like Stark or the or the strength like Banner." Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of interesting where he's trying to humanize himself and make make it be like, you know, I'm just like you guys, you know, I'm a, I'm a regular yeah, he- I'm a regular dude. You know. He's doing, yeah, he's doing that kind of thing, which is, you know, that's what Steve would probably say too. But like when, I don't know, like this came off very rehearsed. Yeah, you. Like, it, it's yeah. it's the difference between where I don't want to get all political here, but when uh, when Bernie Sanders says something, I believe it, but when Donald Trump said something, I didn't. Right. They yeah, could yeah. say the exact same thing, and I still, you know what I mean. I'm yeah. just saying that's yeah, the kind exactly. of different. He, he's kind of more of the Donald Trump, trying to be the yeah, well, trying to be the facade of the of <clears throat> the everyman, even though he's not really. I don't think. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, the interview goes on like that for a little bit. Um, he's doing the "all oh, shucks me," you know, type of thing, and then um, uh, we kind of go back into uh, Bucky's kind of um complaining to because they're both kind of watching this interview in their different homes so sam's at home watching it bucky's sitting on his floor with no furniture like usual watching this tv and then um 
Neil Bucky basically goes to confront Sam, you know, right before he's about to go on a mission or whatever, you know, asking him, like, you know, why did you give up the shield? You know, you know, Steve gave that to you. He said, that, you know, he had faith that, you know, you'd be able to use it. You know, why did you just easily give it up? And, you know, Sam's really not having it. He's like, I don't, you know, want to get into this with you. And Bucky just basically invites him. Oh, they do have this funny little conversation about how, you know, all their villains are part of the big three. Is um, was it robots, um, androids, wizards, yeah, no, no, or something like that? Robots, aliens. Um, it, it was like androids, aliens, and yeah. uh, and wizards. And then yeah, and they so, says, we, don't, we don't have real wizards. And he's like, what about what about Doctor Strange? And um, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's a sorcerer. Like, ah, but a sorcerer is just a wizard without a hat. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> then they bring up Gandalf, and uh, it was funny yeah. where where uh, where uh, Sam questions him. He's like, "What do you know about about Gandalf?" And he's like, uh, "He's like, he's like, I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it came out." <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> because um, that that actually came out in 1938 in the United States, 1937. So he would have had the traveled all the way to England. It's just a funny little bit of trivia. Um, unless, which, unless there was a, a, a store that had a, an English copy true. of the book. Yeah, true. That's very true. Uh, so they kind of had this fun little joke, you know, and then yeah. Bucky just invites himself onto the cargo plane or whatever, and they're just kind of staring at each other, like having this like funny little staring contest, and Sam's just not even responding to anything he's saying. Like, oh, so what's your plan and all this kind of stuff, and Sam just puts in like his earbuds and just gets ready to jump out of the plane crap like that and Tor- Tor- uh, torres is there too and oh yeah uh, torres is kind of yeah. like uh falcon's wingman if you will uh, yeah uh you know sort of and then he's like i do have a plan or whatever and he just jumps out which is interesting because like i think an iron man was iron man 2 or i forgot which one um or basically iron man says the exact same thing as someone else he's like i do have a plan and I forgot what he says, but he just jumps out of the plane yeah. right after that. Um, yeah, he's so very, that very Iron Man in it. Um, the uh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, and then then Bucky asks for a for a shoot, a parachute, and uh, Torres right. tells him it's too it's too low for the shoot for a parachute. Right, and, and then he's like, "That's okay, I don't need one anyways." And he, he he just jumped because he's a super soldier, and so he just lands on the ground like all flip-floppy you know and everything so right and then I, I i liked the the little humor there where uh sam's like don't think i didn't get that on video <laughs> right yeah <laughs> with this um what, what's this thing called oh, i forgot the name red, of that. red bird yeah red bird um, yeah yeah so they they, they they go on to this uh they're oh there, there were scenes before that though where they were like there was these posters of John oh. Wal- John Walker, let's say Cap is back, right, and stuff like All that, which is like, ugh. I know it's such propaganda. It's yeah. I mean, and and it, I I hate to keep bringing up the whole Trump thing, yeah, but it reminds me of the Make America Great thing, Great Again thing. Oh yeah, I mean it really does. Um, you know it's very political. It's very mm-hmm. America's number one. Yeah, you know, I mean that's the reason why they even wanted to bring back a new Captain America was specifically because, you know, 
the world has superheroes, but you know, we need something that's just for us, you know, type of bullshit. Yeah. You know? It's like whatever. And um and it's like that's not how Steve I mean, yeah, his his name was Captain America, but that's not how he viewed himself. I mean, like, yeah, at the beginning he was doing the whole, you know, propaganda tour at first, but he didn't even really want to do that initially. He just kind of went along for the I mean, he didn't really like the whole idea where like, you know, punching Hitler and all that kind of crap, you know, at like the USO shows or whatever. Yeah. He didn't even really want to do that kind of stuff. He just did it because he thought that he had to. Whereas this guy, I think he kind of enjoys it a little bit. So I yeah. don't know. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's kind of hard to say yet. Well, hopefully they do some more development on uh, John Walker, which I'm sure they will. Um, yeah. So 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 when when back to like after they after they land, they're uh, they're going on uh, on the mission, which is to uh, take down the flag smashers. Yeah. Which are people enhanced with uh, super soldier serum. And uh, they uh, they're in Munich, and they're smuggling what appears to be medicine, mm-hmm. like vaccines or something of that nature. Um, Wilson, through his uh, like uh, heat detection device, um, identifies a possible hostage who is uh, revealed to be in to, who's revealed later to be the group's leader. Carly Morgenthau, mm-hmm. who uh, Flag Smasher in the comics is Carl Morgenthau. So, right, he's just <clears throat> one person, uh, organization. Yeah, well, he does. He does create an organization, but it's not called the Flag Smasher. Yeah. It's that's his name is the Flag Smasher. Um, which is yeah, and uh, it's interesting. They they uh, they're fighting them on top of these trucks that they're in. On a, on a highway in a in a very uh, you know action packed scene, um, yeah. Carly smashes on her on her knee um, Redbird at one yeah. point. Um, then we have uh, Hoskins and Walker show up. <laughs> um, they uh, they basically help them fight. And it's interesting because Walker's using a gun. Um, mm-hmm. Steve only really used a gun in the first movie that he was in. Oh, and yeah. That was, that was during World War II, and he only used it, like, once in a great while. Oh, wow. But once he came to modern times, he never touched a gun. Oh, wow. So, cause, because um, in the comics, it's and it's implied by the fact that he never uses a gun in the movies, is that he's a protector, not an enforcer. Right. So, yeah, exactly. So he's basically, you know, just trying to protect people with his shield as opposed to shooting them with a gun. Right. Well, that was kind of the whole plot of of Captain America Civil War, too, is that he didn't want to be he didn't want to, like, sign the Sokovia Accords because he didn't really want, like, government oversight and enforcing and all this stuff. You know, he wanted. Yeah, he didn't want know, to be used as a weapon, basically. He wanted to be free. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Tony wanted, Tony felt guilty about what happened in Sokovia, so he thought, you know, well, yeah, well, and we there, should there, do. There are good yeah. points to both sides, unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah, there know, were. Yeah, it's 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 a sad thing where you can't really have a definitive answer there. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. 
And that's what makes civil wars exist sometimes. I mean, well, my, honestly, a lot of civil wars do have a good side and a bad side. Anyway, so I don't know what the hell I'm talking right. about. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, good conflict doesn't have a have a, a clear cut answer usually. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so, Walker and Hoskins help them escape, basically. Um, you know, through their actions and everything, and uh, um. Basically, uh, Walker then he, he ends up requesting that Wilson join him in aiding the GRC, which is the Global Reparation Council, to uh, quash the ongoing violent post-blip revolutions. Mm. But uh, but Barnes and Wilson refused to join that. Um, right. So already, we got the new Captain America kind of working for the government as opposed yeah. to. You know, yeah, and and it's kind of interesting because you see the, the, uh, the two teams—one white guy, one black guy—on both teams, sitting in this jeep at one point together, right across from each other, and it's kind of like they're, they're like, good and bad versions of each other in a way. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's sort of like just a, one is a propaganda tool. Which again, you know, both both of those guys might actually be sincere, but they're being used yeah. as a propaganda tool. And the other ones are <clears throat> natural. <throat> they just came into their roles in a natural way. I mean, Bucky obviously was was a agent of Hydra for like sixty years or something like that. Um, you know, being I wouldn't even say brainwashed, being programmed is a difference. Yeah. Being brainwashed means that you still have bought into an idea but being programmed is literally you're you're being programmed like you know yeah. like it's it's a different a subtle difference but it's, it's still a difference um, yeah it's it's kind of uh kind, kind of scary um that he had to deal with that all that time and it was like basically he knew what was going on those memories that he has is yeah he yeah exactly him. he was cognizant of all the killings he committed and shit uh, yeah um there is a point too where walker basically says says he says to barnes or not to barnes but to, to wilson he says to him he's like you know you, you could be my wingman <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like, <laughs> like you know no. it's like fuck you i'm you know <laughs> and they're, talk, they're talking to each other and asking you know like barnes asks him at one point you know have you ever fallen onto a grenade like Steve did in the Oh right, yeah. Yeah, and uh and and Walker says yes. <laughs> so it's like what the fuck, you know? He says yes, but he, yeah. he says that he's got this helmet. You know, so again it's it's like everything that John um Walker does, it's like he's just trying to mimic what Captain America what Steve's dead. Yeah. But, but not the exact but, same way. It's the sur surface level stuff. So yeah, yeah exactly. When Steve, Steve jumped on a grenade. He was just wearing t-shirt and his and his pants. He didn't have yeah. he, he didn't even have any kind of tactical gear on no. at all. Like, and he did that to sacrifice himself so that none of it, the people in his crew would get hurt. Yeah, and he so, and he was still skinny too at the time. He was before exactly. the he didn't have yeah. superpowers. Um. So with this guy, like, oh, well, Steve Rogers jumped on a grenade, so I should jump on a grenade, too. But when I do it, I'm going to make sure that I'm protected. It's like, you yeah. see, everything he does is like a, he's just trying to 
to mimic Steve, but do it in such a way that it, it's just like a, like for show almost like, yeah. Did you want to take a quick break here, Matt? And then we'll come back and talk about the rest of the episode. Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll be right back. Folks. Do that. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. And just like Cap, we are back. <laughs> I don't know if I liked that, but I'm going to keep it because <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> so anyways, um, back to the episode. Um, next, uh, we have uh, Bucky and Sam. They uh, they travel to Baltimore mm-hmm. where uh, we have a cute scene on the street where... Uh, a kid says to Sam, he says, you're the Black Falcon. <laughs> and he says, am I the Black Falcon because I'm black? He says, what's that make you, the black kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah, um, this is just Falcon. Um, the, uh... Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. Um, the, anyways, um... We go to this, uh, like, rundown house with, like, bars on the windows and doors. And, uh, there, uh, Wilson introduces Barnes to. I mean, Barnes introduces Wilson, I should say, to Isaiah Bradley, a veteran from the Korean War. He's an African American gentleman, too. Um,. Played by Carl Lumley, um, who uh, who we find out is a super soldier. Um, Bradley, they're trying to get Bradley to help them uncover information about additional super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the serum, due to uh, he was um, basically imprisoned and experimented on by the U.S. government and Hydra for thirty years. Um, yeah, which, which has its, uh, has its, uh, roots in our real history of where there were like these syphilis trials where, uh, African Americans were experimented on with, uh, medicine and which was, which turned out to be placebos and things of that nature. And a lot of people died of syphilis and they didn't find out for years. 
which yeah it's a lot of shit like that that happened a lot especially yeah, to lot. Uh, especially to poor people and to black people in this country it, which is sad it's uh, i mean like the tuskegee experiments are really just like yeah. scratching the surface i mean like it's it's really fucking yeah i mean i found out about <laughs> i found out about a thing where the uh the u.s government mit and quaker oats put uh radioactive stuff in uh in some quaker oats that they fed to these kids in this like uh how in this mm-hmm. home in this home uh to test the digestion rate of their of their uh cereal yeah yeah so because at that point they're yeah. putting radiation in everything mm-hmm. i mean like they thought it was good like it was a miracle cure like they put it yeah i mean literally in everything it was just ridiculous so you know good times good times in this country yeah. um <laughs> Let's make America great again. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's why I hate that phrase. Because tell yeah. me tell me when America was great. You know, I'm sorry. I know I'm getting off yeah, on a what, little tangent here, but just tell me when it was great. <laughs> at what point? I mean, are we talking about the Tuskegee experiments? Are we talking about, I mean, like, you know, what what's the era that you imagine to be, you know, the perfect time, I guess, you know, we're talking about the riots in Tulsa back when, are we talking about, uh, you know, the leave it to beaver times where only white people actually mattered. Um, what are we talking about here? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyways, back to the show. Um, (laughs) don't, don't put politics in my comic books. I don't like this show because you know, if you, if, 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 if you get woke, you go broke. Oh my God. <clears throat> which I absolutely hate that phrase. And anybody that says it, why don't you just admit that you're a fucking bigot? And I who said told it. Who who said that to you? Like, who, where, where, where did that come from? Like, I've 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 heard it several times, and it's usually these oh. uh, these middle aged white dudes <clears throat> that look much like myself, but are completely assholes who don't like the fact that there's a there's a black person or a gay person or a transgender person or something like that in their media right yeah well i was just wondering because there actually is that phrase in um in the show woke um uh you know the show where the guy's like a comic yeah. book creator on. yeah that show woke yeah because um I think his, his roommate said something like that to him, like, like that's the problem. Like, like once you go woke, you go broke. Because he was basically yeah. saying like how he was like, you know, sabotaging like his deal with the the whatever company he was doing yeah. or whatever. But that, but that was his, that was his black roommate saying that to him. So it wasn't the same context. Yeah, of, yeah I mean, it's usually you know people I mean? like the quartering or whatever his name is on uh, fucking I YouTube. Guy. Yeah, or <clears throat> or people like, you know, Ben Shapiro or assholes like that who, um, right. you know, don't understand the fact that, you know, representation and inclusion doesn't mean that you're excluded. Right. That's that's the problem. And that's 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 what it is. I mean, you and back to the show, I mean, they're basically experimenting on these people. In the comics, they had this whole run. Um, I guess it's really good comic where they were experimenting on a bunch of black people. And Isaiah Bradley was basically, a, at one point, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, like, secret and pushed, and it was basically pushed aside, and, and Steve Rogers never even knew about him. Right. And um, just like in this, like, Steve doesn't know, never knew about him. Um, because, right. Because Bucky never told him about him. 
Um, but in in the in the comic books, I guess like all these all these African American people became like deformed and they were experimenting on them basically to create this serum to help white people but they right. but they didn't want to experiment on white people you know well so, yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah no no uh the but the but the, the the get woke go broke thing though back to that really quick um basically people were saying that about the tv show batwoman oh when, okay when when they if they they said it even before they recast the role of Batwoman with a black actress. They were saying it because yeah. there was a lesbian character. And now that there's a black lesbian, it's like, oh no, the world's going to end, you know? Like, <laughs> fuck, you know? They're just trying to, to force us to accept that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just trying to force that down our throats. And, and all the okay, people so... complaining, you, you ask them a question like, have you actually watched the show? No, they haven't. Well, no, exactly, because I'm not going to watch it because I don't want. Yeah, I don't want like one lesbian kissing mm-hmm. scene throughout the entire. And and I'm season. I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of things like that about this show too. Even like I, I don't like the the whole the whole race angle and the stuff that they're doing on the show. Right. Too, blah 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 blah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. People. Wake up, people. Um. Yeah. Anyways. The... <laughs> Alex Jones here. I'll tell you about the globalist <laughs> plan. Here, 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 here's the idea, folks. Um, I've changed my views. Everything's cool. <laughs> watch, uh, watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, and Batwoman. <laughs> this has been a fake Alex Jones here on the show. Bye, bye. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so um. <laughs> What we're going to do here is um, basically go back to the plot. Um, <laughs> so, so, so he's not willing to help them, um, right? And then there's a then there's a scene outside where they're just basically fighting in the uh, in the um, you know like verbally fighting, not like physically fighting, right? In the in the street in front of uh, Bradley's house, and uh, cops come to try to break up this argument. Right. And for some reason, they need like four cop cars or something. Um. And then they realize who uh, who Sam is, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry," you know, like. And but they were they were more focused on Sam. They were asking Bucky, like, "Is this guy bothering you?" and shit like right. that. You yeah, know, like, exactly. oh, you know, a little bit of racism there. Um. But you know that ne- <laughs> that never happens in the real world. No, don't don't bring politics in. And plus, too, like. You know, it was only once they realized that he was Falcon. I mean, he was just like going to be any regular black guy. That would have been a yeah, much that, different situation. They, they could have shot him. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Because that's how situations happen, like George Floyd and other things. Sure, I mean, oh, but he was trying to steal something, so it's different. Um, anyway, so um, that's what people will say. But yeah. so back to the show. I think I'm getting a little bit too political here. <laughs> <laughs> so... Who peed my cereal? Um, anyways, the um, <laughs> the uh, anyways, uh, they end up actually arresting Bucky because he had missed his uh, court mandated uh, therapy. Yeah, that's right. And then um, he's released, 
on bail after uh, John Walker intervenes. And he again asks uh, Barnes and Wilson to work with him. Um, and then uh, basically they say no. Walker says, you know, oh. basically stay the fuck out of my way, you know, sort of thing. Then. Yeah, that got weird. Like, that got, it was ominous. The music got really ominous too when he said, stay out of my way. And it's like, yeah. uh oh. And like, uh, so he's got the nice guy. Nice guy trademark attitude where it's like nice up to a point, but when you reject him too many times, then he shows his true character, you know. Uh, it's like, I'm nice <laughs> if you can help me, but if you can't help me, yeah, fuck you, sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. the uh, we we have there, there's a nice little therapy session, <laughs> yeah. You got the the what I like to call is the um, Sam and Buck Ann of it all. Sam and Diane is a reference yeah. to she. No one knows. No one. No, no, no one under our age knows that. It is. Yeah. But um, I, I, I was proud of myself when I came up with that. I'm like, oh, Sam and Buck Ann, I like it. Yeah. Um. So, so they, they've got this like whole like back and forth sort of thing, and they're, 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 they're forced to like look each other in the eyes and do all this other mm-hmm. therapy bullshit. But a lot comes out in that actually. <laughs> yeah basically boils down to the fact that they are pissed off at each other for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with uh, Bucky being mostly mad because because uh, Sam gave up the shield, and then um, and, and then it comes out that you know, basically the reason he's upset is because Steve picked Sam for the shield and uh, had faith in him and so if Steve was wrong about that, then he must have been wrong about Bucky. So it's more about himself right. than it is about yeah. Sam in a way. You know, he's like <clears throat> he's he's projecting the whole thing where it's like now he's like, yeah, you know, was was Steve right at all? Basically, is what he's going through in his head. <laughs> yeah. Which makes complete sense, you know, because especially where, you know, Steve forgave Bucky for all the shit that he did. And realized that at his heart, Bucky's a good guy. Yeah. And had no control over what he was doing. <clears throat> no, he didn't. I mean, he was completely programmed. I mean, that's because um, because uh, Bucky, I mean, <clears throat> you know, if it's been a while since anyone's seen Captain America, the first Avenger, um, Bucky was in the service before Steve was. Steve kind of followed yeah. him almost, you know, to join him, kind of. So, um, Without Bucky, there would have been no Captain America, essentially. So, yeah. and, and I mean, it boils down too to the fact mm. that he's also just pissed at the fact that Sam gave up the shield, and he thought Sam was worthy of the shield, but Sam still doesn't think that he is. And uh, it, it's like to the point where it's like, well, Steve picked you over me. Was he, you know, it, it, there's there's probably some jealousy there, too, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> even, yeah though, could he, have been. even though he's 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 come to grips with it and understands why he can't be the new Captain America. But he wants <laughs> but he but he wants he wants Sam to be the new Captain America because he he even though they hate each other, he trusts him, you know, and he thinks that he's the <clears throat> good, good guy. You know, they don't really hate each other, but they have that love, hate, you know, Sam and Diane thing, like you said. Um, yeah. The the Sam and Buck game. Well, it's kind of because yeah. 
they they kind of had like almost like a sibling rivalry with each other because like I think they both kind of wanted to be Steve's best friend, sort of. Yeah. And I mean, Bucky was originally his best friend, but then Sam became like his new best friend, kind of. You know. And then, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and 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 in a lot of ways, they're both like parts of Steve, you know, in a way, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they, their influence in their lives are from Steve. Um, so after the, after that, and then they're released and they tell, and they basically tell Walker off that they're not going to help him. Um, we have a scene where the flag smashers escape by airplane. Hmm. Um, one of them buys them some time by fighting what is known as the power broker, his minions and he's basically killed and we 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 hear somebody say you know they escaped we couldn't get them yeah and that's the interesting about that so like to be honest um i actually kind of agree with the flag smashers um because for one thing they haven't really done that much wrong i mean they've they've run a bank they, they didn't really kill anyone, I don't think, as far as I their know. Their motives are their motives and, are, are are pure. I mean, it's not like they're doing anything. What what they what they believe in, because like any true quote unquote villain, they're not really a villain, right? In their and, in their in their own minds, and in this case, I agree with them too. But it's also <clears throat> like the the creator of the show said that there's going to be several different villains, and sometimes different people in the audience are going to agree with all of them. <clears throat> yeah I mean like yeah just for me because like plus too you know like <clears throat> you know want to get all political again but you know this is our show we do whatever we want on the show so it's yeah. not we don't have to follow a specific format but like you know I take that shit really seriously because like you know <clears throat> I mean like I'm you know I'm a, I'm a quote unquote complicated person I mean not really but like in my mind I kind of am where so like um like what's the what's the word I'm looking for? I um I got introduced to the idea of world citizenship way back in like two thousand three, um, from the Baha'i religious community because um there's you know, a lot of Baha'is used to have like a sticker that said world citizen on it and yeah. um and I got one of those. Someone gave me that. I think you gave me that actually. Maybe it was that someone else. I don't know. Someone someone gave me a sticker that said World Citizen on it. And um I still have a bunch of and, those. So yeah. Yeah, they're really cool <laughs> stickers. I like them. And um and basically it's because the other Baha'i religion teaches about the oneness of humanity and that eventually over time, not gonna happen, you know, next year or next month, whatever. Well, next month, next year. Um, but that, you know, at some point in the future, the world is going to be unified in some sense of like a super state this doesn't mean like a, doesn't mean a one world government like alex jones he's globalism no not like that but like it would almost kind of like how bubble will there be gay frogs almost kind of like yeah almost kind of how now states are part of a country basically countries would be like the equivalent of states are now yeah like, yeah that's, that's pretty much what but but regardless, that that idea is basically similar to what the flag smashers want in a certain way, right? And and of course later on, <laughs> I, I that was like my starting point, and then over time I got more into like political stuff, like anarchism, um, communism. You know, I know people think these words are scary, but 
you know, the, these these ideologies are very much based on the idea of, of internationalism, you know, the idea that, you know, people across the world, you know, we're we're actually brothers and sisters. We have more in common with each other than we do with our own governments. And our governments are the ones that tell us to go hate this people from this country and because they want something from us. You know, so like the the phrase that these flag snatchers have is one world, one people. And I'm like, yes. You know, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah, I know it's uh, it's kind of uh, interesting uh, idea, and I mean, I, to agree with it is not wrong. I mean, and it's just it's what it is, and I mean, it's just we live in a very complicated world, you know, where mm-hmm. some people might be on the same side, but not realize they're on the same side. Yeah, or they might have a disagreement over tactics, which, yeah. you know, people always freak out about. Like, you know, it's like, oh, well, you you, you believe in, you know, going this direction, I believe. So now we're going to split off because of that, you know, minor difference or whatever. You yeah. Know? It's like, come on. <clears throat> so at the end of this episode, um, Sam suggests that they visit an imprisoned helmet Zemo in Berlin. <laughs> to help gather intelligence on the Flag Smashers. And that's another thing. They're kind of like, I don't know, clearly starling it, you know, where they're going to talk to the Hannibal Lecter <laughs> here. And, um, <laughs> you know, so we'll see what happens in the next episode um, and see if they, uh, you know, get the information that they want out of Helmet. Zemo. <clears throat> I forgot who that guy is. Is that he from Civil War? Yeah, he was the he was a villain in that one of the villains yeah and what, what was his deal he he like he he didn't want super soldiers or superheroes or something like that or uh... all right helmet zemo who is uh based on based on the marvel comics character of the same name aka baron zemo um mm-hmm. he was first introduced in civil war zemo is a colonel from the elite sokovian command commando unit and seeks to avenge his family's death during the Avengers battle with Ultron. He uses mm. the uh, United Nations uh, Sokovia Accords to his advantage, and despite Steve Rogers learning about his plans, he manages to pit Iron Man and Captain America against each other by framing the Winter Soldier for bombing for a bombing in, v- in Vienna, which mm. killed uh, um, T'Chaka. That was a T'Challa's uh, dad, and uh, and revealing that the uh, Winter Soldier had killed uh, Tony Stark's parents while under Hydra's control, effectively uh, fracturing the Avengers. Um, with his goal complete, Zemo attempts to commit suicide, but is stopped by T'Challa and taken into custody by the authorities. Um, Everett Ross supervises his incarceration, um, where he mocks Zemo for failing in his efforts but Zemo indicates otherwise Zemo returns now on this series here so yeah okay <clears throat> yeah now I remember I, I only saw Captain America Civil War once I, I loved it but I never watched it again for whatever reason um, yeah that reminded me too of like how even in Endgame I don't think Tony really completely forgave Steve probably until like the very end of the movie because I remember yeah. That because that, that that movie was just so good because there's so many layers to the relationship that they had and 
I remember specifically when when Tony first gets rescued by Captain Marvel and he's like getting his vitals checked and everything and he's just going on about like, you know, you remember I had a dream about this, you know, talking about a suit of armor around the world and you know, and you know, you said no. He said, you know, we'll you know, we'll fight together and I said we'll lose and then he says, Oh, we'll we'll do that together too. Well, we lost and then he just goes on this whole thing, but then like at the very end of his rant I never really understood this until recently because he says, no trust, liar. And it was like, what does that got to do with what he's talking about? But now I'm thinking he's probably talking about, you know, the fact that he kept that from, you know, the fact that Bucky killed his parents, you know. Yeah. It was just very, like, a lot of nuance. Very, very complicated. Yeah. Um, did you want to take a break and then we can talk about our speculation and some other things, uh, like some trivia and stuff about this episode? Yes. All right. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> it's the ninja from the Asked Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you your movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news. And we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Asked the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question. We'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Anger Ninja Show and enjoy the show. And we are back. Yeah, so we did forget to talk about uh, what was it that you wanted to mention, Matt? Oh, just like um, the Flag Smashers are basically like staying at like a safe house because like, and in, in, I think it was still in Munich, I think, yeah. <clears throat> because, um, and that revealed that like a lot of people agree with them like around the world like like they're like apparently like they're underground but like there's still a lot of people who like like what they're doing so like we still don't really know like the extent of how chaotic the world is now that everyone has returned so like we just we hear about how a lot of people actually you know over the past five years have gotten used to the new, new normal and now everything's just thrown back into disarray for the second time, essentially. And um, so we don't really know exactly what's really going on, but apparently it's, it's really complicated because, like, people's citizenship are being thrown into, like, question and just all kinds of stuff. And yeah, uh, these, this person basically let, let them stay, like, at his house and made a bunch of food for them, gave them Internet access made up a bunch of beds for them and you know they're very grateful for this too it's like they like they, they you know like they they truly believe what they're doing like they're not arrogant they're not like they don't act like villains like they like super grateful that this guy and his wife cooked a bunch of food for them gave them beds internet all that kind of stuff you know and um, um morgenthal gets a a text saying you took what was mine. I'm going to find you and kill you. And that's probably the power broker. And yeah, I think it said that on the screen even or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, we'll find out more about the power broker. Um, mm-hmm. I got a little bit in the trivia here too about that. Um, it's okay if I read the trivia now, Matt. Oh yeah, yep. Okay, so uh, here's some trivia that I found on the Internet Movie Database. Um, the song playing for John Walker in the stadium at the beginning um, is a marching band version of Star Spangled Man, which is also the title of this episode. Um, the song written by Alan Menken 
um, and performed for Steve Rogers' USO tour during World War II in the in um, Captain America: First Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucky says he's called the White Wolf. Um, this mm-hmm. is a nickname that was given to him by local children while he was recuperating in uh, Wakanda, as revealed in Black Panther's uh, post-credit scene. Um, this is the first appearance of Isaiah Bradley. In the comics, Isaiah was one of a group of African-American soldiers who were the first test subjects in an attempt to recreate Project Rebirth that gave uh, Steve Rogers his um, enhancements. <clears throat> Unfortunately, while Bradley's uh, treatment appeared successful enough for him to um, emulate Captain America, he also suffered the usual failures to recreate Dr. Erskine's work, and his uh, mind was uh, badly affected. <laughs> and I just want to mention something, too, that uh, Stanley Tucci played Dr. Erskine in the uh, original movie, and um, and uh, he's a bald man. The a British newspaper recently announced that uh, that uh, Prince William is the sexiest bald man alive. I argue it's Stanley Tucci. So that's just my uh, that's just my little thing here. I'm just saying. Okay, so um, the, this is the first appearance of Lamar Hoskins in the cop in the comics when uh, John Walker was recruited to uh, replace Steve Rogers. Hoskins was recruited with him to become his sidekick, um, Bucky with an equivalent costume. However, when readers wrote to tell writer um, Mark uh, Grunewald that Buck was a common racial slur against African-Americans, Grunewald wrote a correction where another African-American soldier tells Hoskins that same fact with some comments about the condescending imagery of him imitating a white teenager from the 1940s. In response, Hoskins adopts the new identity battle star. So that's where that came from. Um, I guess, yeah, it reminds me of Ronald Reagan when he used to do like racist dog whistles, where he'd be like, you know, welfare and young young bucks eating T-bone steaks or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, it's like, yeah. <clears throat> um, so Carl Lumbly um, plays Isaiah Bradley, and he's no stranger to the superhero world. Besides playing the lead costume superhero in the Mantis TV movie and TV series. He was also in um, Altered Carbon with Anthony Mackie and played voice roles in numerous uh, games and cartoons for both Marvel and DC. He also played uh, the father of John Jones on Supergirl. So, there we go. Oh. Yep. For several seasons on that show. I'm blanking on the character's name on that good. show, but yeah. He's a really good actor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love that character. Oh, what is his name on that show? Name it. Oh, well, I don't remember either. Yeah. Um, it's okay. You can look it up. Folks. It's okay. Um, I remember the god that they worshipped. I don't remember his name. Hiramir <laughs> is the god of the Martians. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, here's some uh, spoilers trivia for this episode. Uh, we got Carly Morgenthau, is, um, played by Aaron um, Kellyman, um, is a new rendition of Carl Morgenthau, the original Flag Smasher who first appeared in Captain America 312. Um, the flag mash- the flag smashers, yeah, flee to escape the minions of the power broker. In the comics, the power broker was a criminal business entrepreneur who clandestinely um, offered the service of body enhancement treatment that could uh, give uh, recipients super strength, but at a hidden cost of 
a high rate of serious adverse reactions that could lead mm. to grotesque body distortions. Mm. One of the recipients was John Walker, who received it to become um, Super Patriot. In this series, mm. since uh, Walker was able to fight the enhanced flag smasher- smashers with some effect, that suggests that he received a similar treatment to which could explain how he was able to have an extraordinary military service record of three medals of honor. Hmm. Yep. So he, I, I see, I do have a feeling that he's got superpowers. And I also think that, uh, that Hoskins does as well. Hmm. Um, in, um, in the last scene, Zemo's prison cell number is 2187. This is the same number as Princess Leia's prison cell in Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's the little bit there. Um, so, do you have any speculation as where you think this show's going here? Like, anything you're looking forward to seeing <clears throat> or hoping happens? Um, well, I kind of hope that they're going to circle back to um, Bucky, you know, basically telling his neighbor that he's the one that killed the son, but probably probably won't happen for a while um you know um well there's only six episodes of the show i believe six or seven episodes i think six so yeah okay yeah so at some point in the next couple maybe um but but yeah i think i think definitely there's gonna be a conflict between sam and bucky and john and labar and it's gonna be basically like the old and the new but it's it's like it's not i mean that's how they're gonna frame it you yeah. know it's the old it's the new but it's really more of the authentic and the inauthentic you know um at this point i don't really know if john walker's gonna go the route of being like the super patriot right wing dude i mean he sounds like he might be but it also could be that he's nervous about trying to fill the shoes you know of steve rogers and so he might just be like really yeah i mean like, there, there are some layers here too i mean I'm, I'm not trying to be surface you know and say like well i have a black friend sort of thing but you know his best friend is a black guy and his wife is as, as a black woman as well so right so so i don't know if the race thing is necessarily his point of view even though he's an aryan looking dude you know it's like a, right um the the whole but i think that might be what the government's going for but not necessarily what he feels in his heart yeah so i guess see i guess sort of see this going in one of two ways is is that either he's gonna completely go hardcore right wing uh because you know maybe his wife gets killed or something so he's just gonna be like a nationalism gotta kill these flag smashers or if it's gonna be like he's he might actually, who knows, it might actually suffer expectations and that he might actually become the new Captain America and Sam might actually think that he's okay for the job. Who knows what's going to happen, but like... Um, well, sorry to spoil things. Oh, you know? Oh, shit. No, I don't know everything. I, oh, do, okay. know, I do know one thing. <clears throat> what is that? I'm pretty positive Sam's going to become Captain America before the end of the series. Okay. Because... Well, that would be... Because... There has been a toy leaked. Oh, okay. A, 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 of him dressed in the Captain America outfit. Okay. <clears throat> well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can see this going a lot of different ways. Uh, maybe 
maybe John will become a villain because I know that I think in the comic books his his girlfriend or wife does get killed I think and that's what kind of spurs him on. I think it's his parents at one point. His his parents get killed and that stirs up things. But there's also the, I mean he's both a he's a villain and an antihero and and a good guy all you know throughout the series. John Walker is right. So yeah, just his alliances quite a few times. And li- like things happen in comic books where people change over the time and, you know, yeah. it's decades and years. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the whole uh, whole thing, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I mean, it'd be cool if he, you know, becomes a good guy and then becomes like, you know, Super Patriot or Star Spangled Man or something, you know, or whatever they want to call him, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of these uh, one of these other characters that's like that's a good guy, you know, yeah, um, one of these good guys. Yeah. Or he could just be killed off before the end of the series who knows i'm not oh, sure God. you know we never know what's going to happen you know he could right he, he, he could grow a third arm for all i know he could and it got more arms see now he'd be the guy with the arms yeah the guy with the arms just like we said in the beginning yeah no but like also too like you mentioned about you know his best friend being lamar well i think they may have been friends even before um they went off to like west point or whatever because yeah Lamar at one point says, like, that's why you failed drama class. Yeah. You know, so maybe they actually went to school together before that. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe he just said that. You know? Yeah. Maybe you just yeah. knew that about him, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. But, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to see where the show goes, and I, I hope it is. Um, If you're listening to this and you have any ideas of where you think things are going or uh, what you'd like to see happen or any uh, thoughts on what we've said here or anything we missed, um you can message me at mike at cullenpark.com or uh, go to our Facebook page, uh, which you can get to at all2real2.com. Um, you know, just let us know what you think or join our Facebook group as well. Um, that's a good place to do that. Or tweet me at Cullen Park. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know what the actual ad is, but you know, you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have faith in our listeners. Um, Make sure you go out and, um, you know, give us a good review. You know, I'd like that because that'll help people find our show. People like uh, my friend Howard at work, who I said I'd give a shout out on this. Hi, Howard. Hey, I don't know if he's listening to this episode, but I said I'd give him one on one of our episodes. And I don't even know if he watches Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but (laughs) hey, (laughs) I did it. So there we go. Um yeah, um, but here we, uh, you know, just, you know, make sure you stay good to each other, people. You know. Wear a mask. <laughs> Wear a condom. <laughs> Be kind. Rewind. Don't and litter. Um, you know. Yeah, don't litter. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Well. You know. <laughs> You can listen to this podcast all you want without your shirt on. I don't care. Um, yeah, anyways, you know, or your shoes. I'm not wearing shoes right now. So, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all good. Um, so, yeah, like I said, be good, people. <clears throat> Matt, you be good to people, too, okay? I will. I'll, I'll try. Okay. Promise me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I, I promise. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. 
Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Thank you.